Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yo, no, I don't. I can juggle two balls. That's it? And not very well. That's all you got. <laughs> Like, if you throw a third one in there, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I am Heather B. Armstrong. And I am John R. Bray. Really quickly, is your audio registering? My audio is registering, <laughs> unlike last time we okay. tried to start this. Okay. But that's very thematic. It is thematic. I actually lost the memory card that I use to record, and I only discovered that 10 minutes ago. Ah, interesting. So where did that go? <laughs> and I don't have a backup. Oh, God. Um, I have no idea where it is. I, I thought that I had left it in the recorder because we, we tried to record last week, and a plumber oh, fuck, I forgot about that. and a cleaning person and got in um, I don't think that Mercury is in re- retrograde. Mer- Mercury. Mercury. But yeah, I I was scrambling through my house searching for the SD card. I couldn't find it and found a random one in the back of a drawer and made sure it worked. I did that in all of like seven panicked minutes. Yeah. And then your audio stopped recording. Right. This is after I woke up to a dog who had peed all over herself. In the middle oh, of the God. night. Yeah. Um, that was a fun morning. That was a fun hour and a half of my life. <laughs> wow. I mean, you are you are experienced with cleaning up after dogs. So I imagine at this point it's pretty efficient. Not how you want to start the day. No. She just had a whole bunch of water yesterday. I remembered. So it was, you know, it's not her right. fault. Yes, it is her fault. But it's not right. her fault. Yeah. And yeah, we were discussing, we were discussing, discussing previously, I had asked you about Lexton being out of school now for eight or nine days. Yes. Yes, that's right. And how that was going and, and how you spent that time, because that was a big question about where you were going to go with that time. Because he was gone. So in terms of juggling summer and work, it's been great because he hasn't hasn't been around. He's been busy and having a blast with family. So that, that was awesome. He's home now, but I spent that time, I split it and I went to Nashville for three days to see a concert, to see Sigu Rose, which was incredible. Which we will revisit. We will absolutely have to because that was amazing. And then I flew back and the next morning drove to my hometown in Michigan, which is about seven hours away. Oh, you drove there? Oh, yeah. Well, flying, it's its a very small town of like 10,000 people. The closest airport's about an hour away, and it's a tiny, tiny regional airport. So flying is absurdly expensive, like really expensive, especially when you don't decide until closer to last minute, which is what I did. So I drove through the lovely state of Wisconsin, <laughs> which just gets more lovely the farther north you go. And I was helping him pack up my childhood home, which was an interesting experience. It was good. Glad I went. He was thrilled that I was there, but it's it's very bittersweet to do that. I I can't imagine actually doing that. I was I guess I was trying to psych myself up going there and thinking it won't be that bad. It'll be fine. It's going to be great to see my dad, and it was, and everything worked out. And he's he is in a much better place now that I was there. And he feels really good about it. And I think just headspace wise, it's it was great for him. But it's weird mm-hmm. to see to see things being thrown away. Things that need to be thrown away, but just things getting thrown away or, you know, taken to Goodwill for donation or whatever. And my sister was there I don't know, three weeks ago or something, and she was helping as well. And she was doing more of like inside the house stuff. I was in the basement and in closets, but she was in the main rooms taking art off walls and things off shelves. So when I got there it didn't feel like a home. You know, there was nothing right. up, nothing that I remember being there for the last 
30 years. And that was really kind of a surreal, surreal experience. And it's also weird to know that my dad is living there in that state with it not feeling like the house he's had his whole life. When will he actually move? He will move. My guess, I, I think his target is by August 1st. But oh, I, so I suspect, be there for a while. Yeah, and I suspect he'll be gone before that. I think probably early to mid-July, which is okay because there's still there's still a ton of stuff that he has to do. Yeah. Uh, that will take at least two to three weeks. But yeah, it's weird. It's a really weird, a weird experience. And it's weird for my brother too, because he lives across the country. So he's not able to be there at all. And the next time he comes home in a couple months, the house will be gone. And that's strange. It's just strange for all of us, even though we're all old and moved on, you know, with our own lives. It's a really weird thing to think that that place is no longer going to be there. And I know some people move, you know, every two years and they don't really have a home base, but we never did. I grew up there from like day one. Yeah. And it's strange. My mother sold the house that I grew up in while I was away on study abroad in England. <laughs> oh, what was it? A, did you know that was going to happen? Sort of. Yeah. It was just sort of a lot. But wow. she kind of, well, I, I was given like a month. I, I mean, I couldn't have done anything about it. I was, you know, I was in a different country. I couldn't fly right. home and say goodbye to it. So I never got to take a last walkthrough or anything. But yeah, I know exactly. Like, you know, it's... My kids, I mean, I almost raised my hand when you said some people move every two years. That's <laughs> <laughs> my kids and I are Salt Lake nomads. Um, but for me, that was a big gut punch, knowing that I couldn't go back and see the room that I had had for, you know, 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's really strange. And that's it's interesting now that you mention that because that's been Lexton's life as well. I mean, he's lived in five different places in the mm -hmm. same city in 13 years so he doesn't have that that same home base either right and i don't think it's bad either way i just think when you have that home base and then you lose it that's hard i think for our kids in particular the home base is us right yeah yeah as long as we're there then it's home although today they probably don't want that <laughs> right now not today not with how i reacted this morning to everything <laughs> today is one of those days where i'm gonna just try to forgive myself for losing my mind um well it's, yeah. i mean we're recording on a monday which is abnormal for us and usually it's a thursday so the week is almost behind us and we're looking forward to the weekend so to know that you woke up on a monday to that scene mm -hmm. it's it's a pretty terrible way to start a week yeah and i have I have two huge deadlines by the end of today. And <laughs> that sounds like my day exactly, actually. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I asked you about Lexton being out of school. So my kids have been out of school uh, since like the second. I love my children. I do. I'm going to miss them but right now. <laughs> yep. I feel like, uh, you know, you go to the you go to a pond and you see a duck. And you're like, that's a cute duck. <laughs> what a cute little waddling duck. Except you're not the person in charge of taking care of all those ducks. And those ducks like to peck <laughs> and, <laughs> and shit and 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 make a lot of noise. I went on vacation with them. We haven't even talked since I got home from Montenegro. No, we ha we haven't talked in probably three weeks. Yeah. I've been around my children quite a bit in the last 10 days, just around them, just in their presence. And uh, yeah, it's it's interesting, especially, and we talked about this last year, having them around in the home and trying to work at the same time is just an impossibility. Um, and I know that we have talked about this, but and I just wrote about it, but I seriously want to know and understand when it became a parent's responsibility to entertain the children. And the sound of their boredom is the most piercing. <laughs> you could use it to torture me to death. It would, it would kill me at some point because it's just this constant nagging, I'm bored. Yep. And yeah. And I'm supposed to figure it out, but I don't figure it out for them. And they get angry, they get frustrated. And then I'm dealing with their boredom and frustration while also trying to work. Well, even though, like, even if you come up with things, they're not the right things because 
They've already done it. They've already done it. And it's like they don't, they almost want to be bored without wanting to be bored. Mm-hmm. Like you could, you could name 200 things. No, they don't want to do that. Like it's, it's this weird cycle. Like they fall into boredom and really want to get out of it. But at the same time, they don't. No. And they just want to make you aware of the fact that they're <laughs> bored. They need to express it. They need to, they need to make the noise. The noise must come out of their bodies. It's like this need, which I get as somebody who experiences anxiety and depression. Sometimes you just need to like utter a few things and you would feel better. And it's like they are compelled to talk about how bored they are or how there's nothing to do or how Lita won't play with me and Lita's not doing this and Lita, 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 Lita. And I'm like, Lita, (laughs) help me out here, please. Help me out. Just like take. 20 minutes give me 20 minutes and then i'm rushing rushing to try to get something done in 20 minutes yep and that and that's just it it's those pieces like i've talked to people about this and they're like well can't you get like a half an hour here and 15 minutes there (laughs) yeah i can but that's not what that's not how i work on most things like some things how writing works that's not how writing works right but like the business like if i'm invoicing or emailing like that's fine i can kind of piece that together but when you need to sit down and you say i have a thousand words to write on this topic i need to sit down and write a thousand words i can't sit down and write 50 and then write 120 and then take a three-hour break and then then it takes five times longer and by the time it's finished it's crap because it's been so spotty in your mind that you can't do it and you spend double the amount of time and it's a waste. I am familiar. <laughs> it's, and it's, it's hard in your situation, I think, because, or I think it's a hard, it's probably a hard thing to express because I know that you're not looking forward to them being gone for six weeks, but it's like a cold turkey thing. Like what, what you really need is for them to be gone for some hours every day. Yes. Or even a few days. Not seven weeks. And so then people could easily say, you know, well, you're going to have seven weeks of time. Yeah, but that's, yes, it's great to have the time, but it's it's not the same as having, you know, four hours. If they were gone, like, from 12 to 4 every day, doing something, hanging out with friends, whatever, that would be tremendously helpful. But I think when it's that long stretch, it's helpful to have the time, but it's also mentally exhausting because they're gone for that long. Because you do miss, the, the missing emotion is very, very strong between a, a, a mother and child. Um, the missing emotion. <laughs> I like. I don't know about. Is Lexton a, a neat kid? Does he keep things clean? Hmm. Uh no. Okay. He is. He is basically the absent-minded professor. Okay, so then That's the best way to describe him. This is the the other thing about having kids at home during the summer is the level of shit that accumulates everywhere. All the time. And there are piles of shit everywhere I look. There's a paper and pencils and books and pieces of things that I don't even know what they are. They're just piled everywhere. And it's like, you guys, like, put it back in your room. Then I go into their rooms and their rooms, you cannot even walk into their rooms because it's just piles and piles and piles of junk everywhere. Yeah, it's like they just take the pile from the table and drop it on the floor. Yeah. And yeah. I can't I can't work in this environment. Like I can't work when my desk is messy. I need clarity in my spaces in order for me to feel grounded and based. So there's that so there's that element as well is so they're they're constantly here and they're constantly making noise and they're constantly bored and everywhere I look there isn't a clean space. There's nothing, the t- all the countertops are covered, the couch is covered, like it's just a giant mess everywhere. And the more I try to contain it, almost the worse it gets. And yeah. Yeah. And like, or you end up picking it up on your own, yeah, but, which is not good, but it's the only option. As I was looking for the SD card, the memory card, I was like, I would probably be able to find this. <laughs> if if there were not like right. if there was an actual piece of counter space that I could see. So I don't even try. I don't even try to keep things neat because I know in the next 10 minutes after that it's going to be destroyed. Just destroyed. Yeah. And I walk into my house and it's just like what the fuck? It is a disaster here. 
on a day-to-day basis because they aren't they are they are in the home constantly. But it's interesting because it gets so messy, but they're bored and not doing anything. <laughs> I'm like, how the f- how do you do that? Like, it's an accomplishment, honestly. <laughs> I just had like it was the Friday, the Friday that that Lexton left, like the Friday before he left. I kept asking him to pick up and pick up and pick up, and he you know he'd pick up like four things and then read a book and then pick up four more, and it it was really ridiculous. So I just grabbed a uh, like a Target bag. And just started picking up handfuls of shit and throwing it into the bag, like without any concern for what it was. Yeah. And he he sat there. And he's like, I can, you know, I can pick up. I can do it. I can do it. And finally, I just lost my mind. And I, I was like, then pick it up. Like, just pick it up. You don't have to tell me you can pick it up. Just actually pick it up. And then I won't have to do it. Mm-hmm. And it lasted five minutes. Yeah. And then it's like back to the same shit. But I mean, that's like three days in. That's three days in. Yeah. Three days mm-hmm. in. Granted, I had 10 days off, but I know that, you know, he just, he just got home today and by tomorrow it'll be by lunch. Like, so what are we going to do? What can I do? <laughs> I can't handle it. And then the issue, like I don't live in a, in a neighborhood. Like there's not like a ton of houses around that he can walk to. There's not friends nearby. So it's a matter of finding someone who's available. And I'm, I'll drive him if it means he's going somewhere and he can hang out. I don't really mind doing that. But the issue that, that I don't remember as a kid is I don't really want kids over because then I can't work. And his friends aren't allowed to have people over because their parents are at work. So we end up at like this standstill uh-huh. where I don't, I, I don't know what to tell him. I mean, I'd be fine like alternating maybe one day a week he's got friends over and the next day that's fine, but that's not what happens. And I can't, I don't have the the time with, with work and how I work to have my house be like the hangout for everybody. But I don't remember that being an issue growing up. I just remember leaving the house and you'd, whatever, you'd hang out outside or you'd hang out at your friend's house for an hour and then your next friend. And then I don't know. This morning when I got up early, I got up early to get, to get a jump start on things because Marlo Marlo's birthday was last week and we were in Austin and we had a birthday party for her there. And then we had another birthday party for her on Saturday. And then there were kids that stayed overnight. And then there were kids in my house all day yesterday. So I, it was just this constant, you know, I was unable to do anything productive. I couldn't even do laundry because the kids are just running around downstairs right next to where the laundry is. And it was just like, this is, I can't even catch up with that. Traveling with kids, you know, it has gotten a lot easier since Marlo is now eight. I keep saying that to her, by the way. <laughs> Reminding her, you're now an eight-year-old, Guess damn it. what? You are eight years old now and you can do what I'm asking you to do. Eight-year-olds do these things. If you want, don't, don't threaten to make me get you get baptized in the church. <laughs> That's what you do when you turn eight. I travel with my kids and I'm alone. And so it's just me taking care of their needs while we're traveling, which it's a lot of work. Um, you know, it's a lot of work because we're not in our home environment and packing and unpacking and packing and unpacking and making sure, you know, all that stuff is taken care of. And it's, you know, it's just up to me. I wrote about this on my website, but. Um, when we got to Austin, there was a huge mix up with the rental car situation. And uh, when we went to check out what the rental car, they had saved that car for a specific person. So I had to drive back and go get another rental car. And I had I had packed with me a 32 ounce water bottle and had filled it before we left the airport because flying, you get dehydrated. Oh, yeah. And it was really, really hot in Austin. My kids aren't used to it. So we went in the first rental car. Lita had taken the water bottle and had taken a huge gulp of it and closed the lid. Except that she didn't close it all the way. Oh. And so she handed it to me. I was like, you need to hand me the water bottle. And she hands it to me. And I, in the rush of trying to get the other rental car, just shoved it into my carry-on bag that had my computer in it. Oh, I do remember seeing <laughs> Did you tweet about that? I feel like I I, I, I put a put a Instagram photo up of Marlo just asleep in my lap on the plane before the disaster happened because it was a just it was a disaster. It it filled my carry on bag like there was a pond of water in my carry on bag. I actually dumped the water out like I turned the, the, the carry on upside down and just a splash of water went everywhere. So your laptop swam, basically. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And was totaled. Totaled. Um, oh, God. So we get in the car, and I literally, I, I lost my mind. I was just, because I, I knew. I, I knew. I knew it in my gut. And I am just like, screw, I was just on my knees, just like, please, no, please, no, please, no. And so I was like, please, kids, just get in the car. Just get in the car. So I loaded everything into the back of the car, and we're driving. <laughs> I figure out where the Airbnb is and we're driving and I'm completely silent. And I just said, Lita, I need to calm down before I say anything because I don't want to say anything that I'm going to regret. Ultimately, uh, they saved my hard drive. Um, oh, thank God. Wow. Yeah, but the, the computer is just destroyed. So... <laughs> so was this a... Was this- a, a newer laptop? It was, was a that... it was a 2014 MacBook Pro. Yeah, that's and, new enough to still be worthwhile. Yeah, I mean, it was okay. per- it was in perfect condition. Basically, to fix the computer would cost as much as a new computer. Yeah, except that the brand new computers, the newer models, don't take the hard drives from a 2014. They're different hard drives now. Oh, geez. So, so what? What do you the, have to do then? So the newer computer that I bought is a 2015. So I had to spend a shit ton of money on a new computer. And every time, like this morning, when you know I, I got up early, I've already had to give Coco a shower in the backyard with the hose, chasing her, literally fucking chasing her around the yard with the hose. <laughs> I don't want to come here come here <laughs> screaming oh waking gosh. up the neighbors because <laughs> she hates water and i didn't have a, there's really there, the house is so small like having her in the house and trying to bathe her would just not have worked so i'm out right. there with the hose and you know i've got half to get a jump start on the workout i gotta get done and marlo is bored she's just bored and mom, 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 mom. I'm like, Marlo, I have got to get this thing done. Like in, in the next hour, I have to get it done. Mom, 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 mom. And I walked in and Lita is just curled up on her bed on her phone. And I looked at her and I said, Lita, you need to help me. I need your help. And she's like, oh, I said, God. don't you make that noise. Do not make that noise right now. I have to pay off a brand new computer. Do you understand this? Plus rent, plus food, plus the clothing on your body. (laughs) Right. Plus everything you need to live. Please, will you entertain your sister for the next 30 minutes? That's what I need from you. Fine. Did she? Did it it work? Yeah, it worked. You know, they, they disappeared downstairs and but that's the thing is that when they disappear more messes it's just like this more messes get created and i went downstairs and looked in marlo's room and marlo's room you can't you can't even walk in the room there's just so much stuff everywhere and i just at this point like i have to leave town again on thursday so i've got three days at home here to try to catch up on work and it's just like i just don't care i don't care i don't know how to care about cleaning the house when there are four projects that I have to get done before leaving. I don't, I don't right. like, I don't know what to do. And I texted my mom and I'm like, mom, I don't, I don't know what to do. Now is Thursday. Are you, is that your big trip? Like you're gone? No, no. Okay. Thurs, Thursday's the first of three. Like Thursday, I have oh, to go to a conference in Aspen. Then I get home and I'm home for two days. And then I take the kids to New York a week from Wednesday. And then I'm in New York for four days. And then I get home and I'm home for five days. And then I go to Paris. Oh, wow. And I know this is a lot of complaining, but it's like I'm right in this. I think you you might understand this. You're right in the juncture of where you got to make it happen. <laughs> like there's there's like seven things that have to happen. And the problem with anxiety is I don't know if it's in that book that we read. Like anxiety is um, living in the future. It's not living in the moment. Which is a great way to look at anxiety, except that it doesn't help. <laughs> right. It makes sense, but it doesn't help you get through. Yeah, It doesn't help you get through. And so I know that I have these seven things that I have to get done while I'm traveling. And then while I'm coming home and trying to get my kids ready, like there's, I'm calculating it all in my head in this, at this specific juncture. It's so overwhelming that I don't even know how to take a first step. Like, I don't even know what the first step is. But you know, it's like, you know that there's an order 
that things have to happen for them to work out well, but you can't find that first step mm-hmm. and it makes it even worse. But, but it's like the timeline is gradually shrinking. Yes. Yeah. I'm lucky today. The girl who babysits my kids after school, she had some time today and is willing to take them to a swimming pool. So she got here at about, well, she's going to be here about 1030. So at like 1020, I come downstairs. I'm like, okay, you guys need to get your bathing suits on. I'm going to get, get you guys packed. And we, we can't find anything. <laughs> like the, ba- the bathing suits? Yep. Oh, shit. Yeah, we can't find any. We can't, we, can't, we can't find their goggles. We could just, like, it's just, we can't find anything. It's just a disaster. It's just like... like as a result of the move, probably? As, as a result of us coming home from vacation. And oh, right. Oh, my God. Different unpackings and who knows where they put that stuff. I asked them to unpack themselves because, which is, that's another thing. You want your kids to learn these skills and be self-sufficient, except that they do it wrong. <laughs> right. You need to put it back. Where it, where it goes, mm-hmm. like, then you know where to find it. Yeah, so it was just running around. We have no idea where anything is, and neither of them have. I'm like, go brush your teeth, and I have to ask them seven times. Go brush your teeth. Why do I? Why? Why is this so hard? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And it's mm-hmm. hard too because you know they're both home. You're the only person, and it's like everything just starts to kind of compound. Like any one of these things or two of these things on their own wouldn't really be a big deal. But when they all kind of begin to stack on top of each other, even the, like the smallest thing becomes an issue. Yeah. Like the teeth. Like seven yeah. times for the damn teeth. Why can't something just be one time? Yeah. You know? And part of the reason that I freaked out so bad in Austin when I realized when it hit me that the water had spilled all over my bag, we were on a smaller plane coming from salt lake to austin there was two seats on both sides so marlo sat next to me and lita had to sit um on across the aisle lita was just in a mood that day just let me i'll just put it that way lita was in a mood she was in a teenage girl mood from start like from the moment she woke up like she just it was like she did not want to be around anybody she didn't want to do anything she just didn't want to be breathing air she was just mad about breathing air and i was like okay well we, we got to get going we got to get the airport we got to get our luggage you know so uh when we sit down in the plane she's she's like i hate these planes these planes are just, i hate this i hate this i get so sick and they, they make scare me and i'm like i know i know i'm sorry i didn't i didn't choose the plane um you know she's like well i i want to sit next to the window and I said, well, we don't have the window seat. And she was like, well, what am I going to do? I said, well, you can ask the lovely lady who's going, coming to sit next to you if you can, you know, trade seats with her. So this lovely woman is like, yeah, absolutely. I'll sit in the aisle and you can sit next to the window. Well, <laughs> for the entire fucking duration of the flight, my child is leaning over and complaining to me or getting up and going to the bathroom like four times, stepping over that lady. Oh, God. And it's just like moody. And she's like lifting up the shade and closing the shade and lifting up the shade and closing the shade. She's doing air travel wrong. <laughs> like it's making, not proper etiquette. Yeah. Right. Like she's just like being an awful person to sit next to. And um, I kept saying everything is fine. Everything is going to be okay. You know, we're almost there. It's only a two hour flight. You know, it's not a big deal. So that compounded. You know, the the whole situation when I realized, I was like, okay, we're off the plane. Maybe Lita will get into a better mood. <laughs> like, I this joy on my computer. And all of it, all of the me trying to hold it together just snapped. It just went away. Yep. Gone. Yeah. You can, only, you can only take so much at a mm-hmm. certain point. Yeah. So I was talking to somebody yesterday and they were like, you want to say that you, you want to say and you want to rationalize with, with the teenager. Like, do you understand what your mood is doing to everyone around you? Right. But I know I was that way. I know I was super, mo- well, I was moody, but I really internalized it, which I guess is not the most healthy way. But no, no. Well, and I think at that age, I mean, I remember being that way to a degree. And I think it's like, you know, that that's how you're being. 
But you don't care. <laughs> you don't care. Like you don't have any interest in changing it. Like I don't really, care. Yeah, you're not really dealing with any consequence because of it, you know? You're just Exactly. Yeah. And you're almost like you're almost young enough to kind of weasel out of the consequences, but old enough to act shitty. <laughs> like if you act that way at 18, you know, you, people are going to call you out on your shit, but you're they're kind of still at that hybrid age. Yep. They are. Like the third time she had gotten up to go to the bathroom, I leaned over and I said, I'm so sorry about this. You've been so generous to, you know, let her. She's like, oh, no, I get it. You know, she's young. And I was like, yeah, she's she just hit 13. And she's like, oh, no, no problem. She was such a generous woman. But, you know, it was still like, again, like I'm the person who is in charge of the ducks. And <laughs> they may appear right, cute right. here and there, but like I'm the one getting pecked. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And it's only early in the summer. And then to compound that for both birthday parties that we had, people give my kids stuff. Ugh! And I, and they think it's funny. They do. And my mom thinks it's funny. She's just like giving my kid all this stuff. But I'm looking at all the stuff that she gets for her birthday. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what are we where are we going to put that? How am I going to clean all that up? Oh, how is she going to clean all that up? It's just going to end up on my countertops. <laughs> yep. All this little stuff. Oh, yeah, my and God. That's, yeah, it's just stuff. It's like random crap. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, even without without a birthday, like Lexton comes home with just miscellaneous crap. That's That's cool, right, when you get home from a vacation. <laughs> but within like three days, it's just crap. And you have to be excited about it. Like, oh, that's a super neat souvenir you bought that you're not going (laughs) to care about by the weekend. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. My whole family had come over for the birthday party on Saturday, and we were all sitting around on my back porch, which is lovely here at this new place, and several of the kids disappeared with the toys into the house. And I'm thinking, okay, this is good. This is her birthday. She's playing with friends and it's great. And then I came downstairs to her room. (laughs) And it's a disaster. I was like, okay, yeah, there it is. There it is. I don't even, I don't even have time to think about that right now. I can't even, I'm just going to close the door. Closing the door. Yeah, entertaining themselves is really a mixed bag. <laughs> no. Like it it is. It I always get and even even when Lexton was younger, like when they're together and they get quiet. Mm-hmm. Like your first reaction is, Oh my god, thank you, they found something to do. And then immediately you're like, Oh shit. Something is happening. Something that shouldn't be happening is happening. Even if it's even if it's they're not doing anything wrong, you just know you're gonna walk in on a disaster. Because they're playing so intently. Or you walk in, you pass by, like, she's standing at the kitchen sink filling a plastic bowl. Um, What are you doing? Oh, we're playing with water downstairs. Excuse me? You're doing right. what? Right. <laughs> Why are you playing with water downstairs? Oh, we're doing this thing. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You're not playing with water downstairs. No. <laughs> right. And it's so matter of fact. Like, of course, we're just, you know, just playing with water, doing our thing. And then, and then you stop that activity and then they're bored. They're bored. This is why I am not at all opposed to tablets. (laughs) Right. Right. It's hard. I mean, like we, like we talked about before, especially at the beginning of last summer, 
it's awesome to be able to be home with them during the summer. But there's always these periods of it, like intense crunch time, and it's impossible. Mm-hmm. I think I think our episode at the start of summer last year was something like summer breaking point. <laughs> yes. Because that's what it feels like. And you reach it like immediately, unless you're constantly busy. Like they, they need constant something. Yeah. And sometimes even when they're with friends, then you just have like more children that are bored. Yes. More children. I don't know if that happens. Yes. Like they come over and then there's three of them yes. or four of them and they're all bored. And, 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 and I'm, you know, hey guys, why don't you, why don't you watch something? We have every possible movie you could possibly want to see, you guys. Like the, the, the technology is at your fingertips. And then it becomes, it devolves into this 30 minute arguing over who wants to watch what. My kids have even resorted to like writing movies down and putting it into a hat and then choosing a, a, the thing out of the hat. And then they were arguing about that. And I was like, just about watch the one a movie. They picked? Oh my yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise that's actually a pretty good system. Like they mm-hmm. figured out and come up with a way and then still doesn't work. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. With Lexton, it always ends up being like, there's some kids that want to be outside and some that want to be inside, yes. but they don't want to separate. So there's no good solution. And then they just complain or they go out for five minutes and in for five minutes and out for five minutes and in for five minutes and just go home and be bored at your own house. Like, it's not that hard. I live in a really interesting neighborhood. I mean, the, I've, I've got the name of a cop and a, uh, <laughs> and a case number on my refrigerator because somebody broke into the house across the street. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then people have called the cops because they see random people walking around and looking in windows and that sort of thing. And there is an, there was a, there's a kid down the street who I, I personally think that he's got a speech impediment and he stays with his grandparents quite a bit. And I think that they just let him scream. Because, and he gets so frustrated that he, he the only way that he knows how to even communicate at that point is to scream. I actually went over to the house once and just knocked on the door and said, is everything okay? Um, he's, welcome, he's more than welcome to come play at our house. And that's when I discovered that he had a, a speech impediment. And anyway, I won't, I won't go into the logistics of that, but... There was a kid here who's not normally here. She was here for the birthday party and she stuck around with all the other kids later. And so I'm, I'm here by myself with about six kids. And this one kid who's not normally here is outside screaming her head off. Just they're playing, but she's the only one who's screaming. Like Okay. Scream. So like a happy scream, but like a screech. Yes. Oh God. I think what they were doing is they were running around getting the balloons and they were inhaling the helium and talking to each other Oh God! and laughing, but she was screaming and it, it sounded like someone was hurting her. So immediately the first time I go out, I'm like, what is going on? And, oh no, we're just having fun. I'm like, okay, you guys have got to stop screaming because we live in a neighborhood where someone is going to call the cops. Do you understand? Right. <laughs> Please stop Some screaming. quiet fun. Yeah. Yeah. She continued to scream for the next hour and a half. Oh my God. I finally texted my friend who she had come with. Like, I was like, I, this can't continue. Someone is going to call the cops on me. Like, this is, this is a dangerous situation at this point because I don't know how to get her to stop screaming other than to put my hand over her mouth. And then that's assault. <laughs> Let's right. be honest. <laughs> right. Then there's a call to the cops for a very different reason. <laughs> and at that point in the day, you know, after being, you know, managing a party and having everybody over, I was just like, oh my God. All I want to do is sit down and relax. That's all I want to do. <laughs> right. And you can't. There's no there's no time for that. No. And even if there is that time, then you're catching up on the work that you weren't able to do before that. Yeah. Um, part of the reason that I'm so fucked today is that I made myself. I was just like, you know what? I am not going to do work on Saturday and Sunday because there's so much else going on and I'm going to have kids like I'm, I'm not going to do it which is why I woke up early this morning to get a head start and <clears throat> Coco had other plans <laughs> right and and I'm kind of in that same boat because with the exception of fielding some emails you know I treated my time in Nashville as a vacation and didn't work and then when I was helping my dad I was too busy to work 
And I knew that going in. I mean, it's not that it, that it was a surprise, but then I get home and pick up Lexton and I have deadlines and all this stuff that I need to get done because it's Monday and work has to happen and I can't. Like there's not, <laughs> there's just not the time to do it. And, and it's really hard to have not seen him for 10 days and pick him up. And I know he's got all kinds of stories about his trip and everything that's going on. And like, that's really great, but I can't talk about that right now. I need some hours. Like I, I need to get some stuff done. And that doesn't last that long ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. So we're both staring down a pretty great week at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, traveling compounds my anxiety because I, getting packed and getting to the airport is always just this getting out of the house and managing all of that with two children and is just just even thinking about the few hours before I have to get on a flight is stressful just thinking about it because and then making sure <laughs> making sure that everything that is here is taken care of there's just a lot of moving parts that I'm in charge of and like I, I know that I'm gonna let something slip I know I am dropping balls and, Dropping balls. Well, like, so there's this kid who watches my dog now, and I, I need to make sure that he has everything that he needs to watch her. But in, but like, how I don't know how I'm going to get that done. I'm trying to like figure, like figure out my, the next three days of my life, and I'm like, I just don't know where to start. I don't know where to start. I don't know where to start. Don't know where to start. Yep. I can't see my countertop. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. No. I. Yep. <laughs> I yep. This is the thing is like, I was having, you know, we had a really great vacation. It was, it was great. And I, I, I remember that like when you're not facing down, it's, it's just these moments like right, right now, this hour, this day where it's just this, I'm seized with the enormity of what I'm in charge of on a day to day basis. Normally you sort of operate and you get things done, but there are certain moments, I think you and I, when we're suddenly confronted with like the fucking enormity of what we have to make happen. And yeah. yeah. And sometimes and, it just sort of like, it's a gut punch or a, a smack to the face. And you're like, holy shit. Like if I don't do all of this, all of this falls apart. Yeah. It's like those days where everything falls on the same day. Like you've got the deadlines, you've got a pack, you've got this, the kids have got this. You've And you, you realize like, holy shit. Because somehow those schedules all aligned in the worst possible way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But why does it do it all the time? <laughs> I know, I know. It's not like a once a month oh, thing. It's oh, like, and then, and then, and then on top of this, like I remember I texted, had to text I work out with a trainer twice a week. I always have. It's part of my mental health regimen. And she has seen what has gone on in the last year of my life. And she's watched me get better. And, you know, she's been through that whole dark period. And, um, but I still, when I work out with her, I'm just like, yeah, everything is, sometimes I show up and she's like, are you okay? I'm like, well, I just, you know, I still haven't slept in a few days. You know, Marlo had walking pneumonia. I got home from Montenegro and she had walking pneumonia. When you got home? Yes. Oh, God. Reentry is hard enough without Yeah. That. We think after talking to the doctor, you're like, you know, her, her immune system was probably pretty low, especially coming off of her surgery. And then allergies this season are really, really bad. Well, I didn't know this, but walking pneumonia is contagious. Really? Yeah. Really oh, contagious, Jesus. apparently. Our second day in Austin, Lita started coughing. And then the next day, her cough got worse. And the next day, her cough got worse. So the day that we get home from, the day after we get home from Austin, I am sitting at the pediatrician's office going, I don't know what to do about my child. She can't sleep. Her cough is so bad that it's waking everybody up at night. And that's when the doctor was like, oh, yeah, walking pneumonia is super contagious. You didn't know this? And I'm like, fuck, no. no. Oh, God. <laughs> and I had planned, you know, it's just two hours of my life of like making the appointment, going to the doctor, going to the pharmacist on a day that I had planned to work. It was just like, and I, I texted my trainer and I was just like, I know that I was supposed to come in today, but I, my child has walking pneumonia and I just don't, I just want to stop living this way, which I think is probably a pipe dream. Like, just having kids and working, life is always going to be like this? Is that what it is? <laughs> I, I feel like, yes. Like, it's 
we like to we want to try and see it as the abnormal, like the one off situation, but it's not. And that's probably what's making it worse. Mm-hmm. Like just got to get through this scenario and then we're good. And then you get through it and you have like two days and then it's right back to something else. Mm-hmm. I mean, you mentioned that, you know, we had cleaning people and plumbers that, that kind of thwarted our recording last week. Oh, I mean, I have a plumber here for, and I'm in a rental, which is nice because then I don't have to deal with a lot of the back end. but he's here and on a, he gets here. He's like in and out half an hour. I'm like, okay three hours because something didn't work the way it needed to work and there's a part that's missing and all this different stuff and there's a lot of stairs to access my house like 40 of them up 40 of them down it's a big deal so i'll hear him and i'm i'm on the main level and he's upstairs in the bathroom and i'll hear him like son of a bitch 40 up 40 down god (laughs) damn it and then he'd walk down from upstairs he's like i have to go up to my van like, yeah, I figured that out. Got it. So he fixes the, the first issue. And somehow, I think in the process of fixing the first issue, he semi-created another issue on accident or maybe made it worse just because it's a tight bathroom and then has to do something with the toilet, which involves picking the toilet up off the floor, which he learns is a rather heavy toilet after dumping the water from the tank onto the floor. Oh, like my God. Everywhere. So he cleans it up and he's up there swearing and telling me it's going to be fine. And it's fine, and he cleans it up. And then I realize it it has then leaked down to the first floor bathroom. So then this is this is all happening as I'm trying to work for the day, hoping I have time to record, get Lexton packed, like all. And it's just it's a perfect situation where I think, well, this is really abnormal. And then I have to step back, like, no, it's really not. There just happens to be a plumber instead of something else. It's it's the norm. Like, it's just the norm. There's no other way to describe it. There's got to be um, the philosophy, of course, I guess, is just to embrace it and just to roll with it, you know, I guess, which yeah. is a lot easier said than done. And I'm going to tell you, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. It would be a lot easier if I had an extra set of hands. It would. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is. I mean, it totally it's it's easier. And it's like it's easier for 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 us if we had an extra set of hands. But it's also easier for the kids. Yeah. Like it, it totally changes the balance, you know, and obviously we do it and we're doing it well and it's, we're alive though. We don't feel like it on the inside, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just crazy. And the fact that we're only like just into summer, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but we knew it. Like we, we knew it. We knew going in that summer was going to be rough. Like you really have to brace for it. I didn't know about the computer or the walking pneumonia or. <laughs> right. Or the plumber. Yeah. And the plumber. Yeah. But, you know, you count your blessings. I get that. Count my blessings. You know, I, I I did that when I was in Austin. I was like, you know what? We made it here. We flew on a plane in the sky. Guys, we're here. Right. We're here. We're seeing family. It's it's good. Everything's going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. I, I repeat that in my head. Yeah. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. And that's just like it is. At the end of the day, everything is fine. It really, it, every, no one dies. Everything is good. But in the moment, it really doesn't seem that way. Not at all. And that's what's hard. That's but what's hard. But we're both still here. Yeah. And I only have a f- just a few days left with my children, really. So I'm attempting to be as not stressed out as possible in the most stressful week of the summer so far. <laughs> right. And well, and that's it for you too. Like this is... <laughs> Like the last few days with them. Yeah. And it's just the perfect storm. And you don't want to yeah. you don't want to freak out and have that last few days be terrible. And I said, how does a perfect storm keep happening? I, I know. <laughs> I know. Life is a perfect storm is really what it yeah. amounts to. <laughs> I know? think, you know, I know that some people think that we complain about this. Like, oh my gosh, they're complaining again. When really it's, we're marveling at like how, how, <laughs> how well we're able to orchestrate all this shit. Like, <laughs> Right. Like like last week when you were like, plumber's here, but you know what? He's He says he's going to be out in 20 minutes and 20 minutes go by. And you're like, he says maybe another 10. And then another 10 goes by. He's like, the plumber has officially broken my house. Right. right. <laughs> I think at one point I texted you. I was just like, fuck it. Like, there's, I don't know. Can't do anything about it at this point. Yeah. But, but that's exactly it. Like, I feel like, I don't know the best. Like, I'm just constantly kind of shaking my head in wonder. Like, how, how? How do I make it through every single day? And it's not, it's not a complaint. It's just like a, it's an amazement, honestly. 
Somehow we survive. Somehow I just, life used to be simpler. It did. It did. Yeah, that could be it. I don't know. Well, simpler in some ways. Yeah. Like some ways, not so much, but damn, it's hard to juggle though. Damn, it's hard to juggle. I don't even know how to juggle. Do you know how to juggle? No. No, no, I don't. I can juggle two balls. Two (laughs) balls. And not very well. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Did I just say that? I did. Yeah, you definitely oh, said shit. that. <laughs> yeah. It's a good skill to have. But that's the truth. That's the truth. Like, if you throw a third one in there, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. God. It, it is, again, I think, like, the summary of this is just, like, we're confronted in these moments of the enormity of what we are supposed we are in charge of. And sometimes those moments are just shocking in in magnitude (laughs) right sometimes you don't even recognize them but every so often things pile up so much that it just it smacks you in the face Mm -hmm. and that is this week when i woke up this morning and came out of my bedroom to use the restroom i i I was like it's so weird it smells weird down here almost almost like somebody had been smoking a cigarette and i was like there better not be somebody smoking a cigarette outside like near my house like right next to the like I now wish that somebody had been smoking a cigarette standing in my driveway. <laughs> it would have been way better than the way alternative, better. yeah. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. <laughs> if you have stories of those moments when your life confronts you with, holy shit, this is what I do every day, yeah, the confluence of events of computers breaking and plumbers destroying things and your children developing random sicknesses please do uh, reach out to us at manic ramblings on twitter facebook and instagram or you can email us at stories at manicramblings.com. and if you have solutions for bored children we would also love to hear oh those. please send the solutions like, as many for bored as children nothing crafty because I don't, I don't do crafts no nothing that involves us <laughs> yeah something totally independent and non-messy would be awesome <laughs> and until next week i don't even i don't even, I don't even know i don't even know john keep like juggling I'm, those two balls keep <laughs> juggling the two balls i won't throw the third one in there Th- throws everything off balance really many thanks to tan lines for the soundtrack to lisa congdon for the cover art and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.